Hi everyone, welcome oh. back to Death Abs and Smoothies Podcast. It's Patricia here again. Um, I have a lot of lovely ladies next to me. I'll let them introduce themselves. Go ahead, Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. Oh, wait, I introduced her. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Yes, um, AMY, give her a try. Yeah. Uh, Amy was on the podcast before. She was on our Body Image Podcast episode with Krista, so give that a listen. It was really really insightful and next to me I have hi I'm Amanda do I say no you're good <laughs> hi I'm Nikki hi so Nikki actually um visited the headquarters today to talk with Chris and myself and we hijacked her to be <laughs> on this episode um because today we're talking about women working in health and wellness spaces and how sometimes that can not always be the healthiest place to um, work um, and I find it interesting that people go to like yoga classes in the gym and like they meditate and they go to these places to find peace and positivity and life and all of that and it just makes me think the people that work at these spaces like are they well are they healthy are they happy is this work is that work environment even healthy for them so I wanted to talk to these three ladies um, because they all work in health and wellness and fitness to some extent um, so I'm going to start with Nikki to kind of talk about her background, where you work, um, and just kind of introduce yourself more. Hi, I'm Nikki Nasso. Um, my background, um, I'm a dancer, a classically trained ballet, um, and I'm now an instructor over at Crunch Gyms. I also uh, teach for the Young Dancers program at Steps of Broadway. Um, and yeah, that's that's basically, that's my background right now. I'm, I, I teach spinning and yoga, and yeah. I guess... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> How many um, years have you worked in this industry? Um, I'm I'm new to the industry. Um, I I wanted to get involved, but it's okay. kind of you know when you go from dance and as you start to get older, you start to think what you're going to transition into. And um, so about I've been about four years in this industry. Not okay. not at the same place, but gotcha. Yeah, I got I got I've got. I got brought in as opposed to <laughs> seeking it out. <laughs> yes. Amanda? Uh, so I'm Amanda Figueredo. Uh, I've been in, I've worked at Equinox in the past and now I currently work at Church Street Boxing Gym uh, down in Tribeca. And yes. I want to learn how to box. I've so been telling you, listen, you're on camera now, you're taking the I boxing know, class with me. Oh yeah, absolutely, all of you. And if you guys want a free trial, slide into my DMs. Anyway, um, so I work. I work at the desk there. I've been working there for about two and a half years, and I uh, have been a member there for a little, almost three years at this point. Uh, and I've been boxing for that long. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm Amy, and uh, I'm a yoga teacher, and that I absolutely, I absolutely love doing it. Um, I teach at Honor Yoga in Hoboken, New Jersey, as well as um, a heated studio called Surya Yoga. Um, yeah, I also teach in a yoga teacher training program. Mm -hmm. Yes, I teach the philosophy modules because nice. philosophy is some good shit. Nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, so I am going to embarrass Amanda a little bit. Why? Because. <laughs> Well, we all went to go see her comedy show last night. Oh. So Amanda's also a comedian, which I think is super funny and cute. And you were so funny last night. Oh, it was so good to be able to see you in like a different element. Um, and Amy writes for us, as you already know. And Amy, we're, um, I'm sorry, Amanda works with us as a community builder. So we're all intertwined. And Nikki mm -hmm. is going to be added to our fold as well. Yes. Um, so 
the reason why I wanted to bring you ladies together to talk about this, um, because I've known Amy for almost a year now, which is crazy, um, and you always kind of talk about how sometimes you feel like the industry that you work in isn't always the healthiest, um, and I want to speak more on that so that our listeners understand why we need to talk about this today. Right. You see, like, um, I think anytime you get a group of just humans together, mm-hmm. you know, we all have, um, you know, we, we all have things that we're trying to work on. And even though that it, uh, like a yoga studio or a gym is a place um, dedicated to self-improvement mm-hmm. and self-betterment, um, it also sometimes highlights what needs to be worked on and what is actually misaligned. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and anyone that is listening and that tuned in, if you have any questions for these ladies, type them in and um, we'll ask them. Um, yeah, really? Oh, yeah, these are the same or no? Um, we're recording live. <laughs> um, but I would, I know Nikki, we were talking earlier, it was a pleasure to meet you today, by yes. the way. Can you talk, give us an experience or an example of, of what we're talking about? Um, okay, so I guess it's. it's it has more to do with um, what was created as opposed to maybe or how it could affect people or what what is being put out there. Um, my experience, as I said before, I was kind of pulled into it in a very unusual way. It's not the way I expected to enter into fitness. And um, basically I auditioned for an off-Broadway show and um, there was a new technology coming out. I'm not going to say what. <laughs> there was a... <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> there was a new technology coming out, and um, and I thought it was a great and unique opportunity to get involved with something that was on the ground floor. What I had expected was to be trained, mm. and I wasn't really trained, and that's not really what they were interested in. They were more interested in... A performer mm. selling their product they weren't concerned about the members and the people paying a fortune mm. to be a part of this for yeah. for the equipment needed for it and also to on top of it all take the class and I could not as I'm entering in as an instructor feel um, authentic unless it's inside of me and again nobody knew what they were doing and they said fake it till you make it I'm sorry when it comes to fitness and when it comes to dealing with people's health yeah. and bodies you know even though I come from that dancer background yeah. I, I, and I'm, I'm still a part of it and I still love being a part of it but that's what that is people are not signing up for yeah. that when they're coming into the fitness yeah. industry and so. so why is it dangerous to have them tell you to fake it till you make it and to like not have interest in training you um, because again, I, I I do have a knowledge based off of my background, but not in that specific yeah. field. So I I wasn't coming forward with the truth, and I could injure somebody. In, in, and mm-hmm. they're putting a person's coming to a class, having the trust that you are a certified instructor, that you know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Can I speak to that? Of course. So we actually have. So my my boxing gym that we work at is 100% authentic. Every trainer, every you know, instructor that teaches any class or gives personal lessons, they are current or retired fighters or, um, you know, aspiring fighters. And we had a guy come in one day to sign up for membership who wanted to take our classes so that he could learn to box better because he currently teaches boxing and he's been learning it from YouTube. 
So basically this guy wow. is a personal trainer teaching classes somewhere wow. in New York City and he's been learning these moves off of YouTube and now he's teaching paying customers how to do this, wow. you know, and I was just kind of appalled. I was like, wow, like, mm -hmm. really? Like, you're really, like, that's really what you're doing? And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's the basic moves. It doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Like, well, you actually, know. yeah, it does matter because um, in the um, in the Iyengar straight, like, um, classical yoga tradition, you must consistently study under um, an experienced teacher mm -hmm. in order to inform uh, your own teaching. Like, if I don't... Um, if I don't take class from Stacy Brass at Yoga Maya, then like, at least once a week, then I feel as if my training and my, my, my teaching becomes extremely rusty. Mm. Right. So continually to learn yes. your craft, but right. absolutely always yeah. a student. Yeah, yeah. always. Structures are always students. especially yeah. with dealing with um, human physiology because right. not one body is the same. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have a unique um, physical composition unique um, genetic dispositions mm -hmm. and what works uh, with what with one adjustment works for one type of body won't work for another mm -hmm. right. and so it's a continual study of, um, of the anatomy and how uh, yeah. and how the mechanics work with certain types of um, yoga asanas yoga postures yeah so it seems like it's important for instructors to like always be learning their craft, yes. always be a student. But then I'm hearing from Amanda that we also have to be mindful of where they're learning right. from. Right. That's well, why it's why it's, you must study under like a what's called uh, like in the Bhakti Yoga tradition, it's called like um, a bona fide master, bona fide spiritual master. Mm -hmm. And so that I think that goes the same thing with with anything that you're doing. Be it um, even like teaching science or you know teaching you know basket weaving, you know, always be refining your craft. Yeah. Always seek advice and guidance from those who have walked the path before you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and see who they see who they have studied under. Yeah, and um, and because we we need that guidance, we need that feedback in order to best serve the populations that we're teaching. Yeah. And I think especially going back to the injury thing and like we touched on it too, like that was the, the thing that concerned me, especially with this guy who was like teaching from what he's learning on YouTube, like if you don't know how to actually punch correctly and you're hitting a bag or if you're hitting anything, you could seriously hurt your wrist, you could hurt mm -hmm. your, your you can break a finger, like, you know, this yeah. is not like boxing especially but so many other mm -hmm. um every physical activity that you yeah. do you're always at risk of getting hurt and yeah. there's so many horror stories and people think oh well that only happens if you're doing it x amount of times no people get hurt like mm -hmm. every day every single day and that's dangerous and just because you're paying a lot of money for something doesn't guarantee that i you're learned getting, that yeah i learned that i i while working with well we go to a lot of um different like classes and stuff like that just to keep up with like health trends and stuff and workout trends yeah. and I can't tell you how many of these classes and like personal trainers will like invite us to classes to get you know just to build the relationship I can't tell you how many classes I've been to where they did not ask if anyone had any mm -hmm. like physical you know ailments I, I, or you know what you know what I believe um so I've also done um trauma like yoga tra like teaching yoga to, to trauma um sufferers and that when you say, oh, does anyone have any injuries? You know, if mm -hmm. you say that at the, the beginning of class, yeah. then um, most likely people aren't going to be like, oh, yeah, I do, mm -hmm. because that that's isolating and that can be uh, very alienating. Yeah, and and so I believe um, that it is um, the.
the student's responsibility to actually go up to the teacher and inform them of their condition. And so sometimes, this has happened to me plenty of times. I've been teaching class and I've been doing um, a hands-on adjustment and the student says, oh, I have frozen shoulder or um, I just gave birth two weeks ago or I'll be teaching a class and a woman will say, oh, by the way, like, I'm 14 weeks pregnant. I'm like, well, do Whoa. not do this. Do not do this back-pending pose. Oh, my gosh. Or, or you know, um, I just had my hip replaced. The, the, the instructors need to know that so they can better serve you, yeah. so they can better serve, and, and so you can get the most out of the time when you take care of yourself. Yeah. 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 No, um, I... I can totally understand a, where you're coming a, from. I, I tell my students, I'm like, or, or my classes, when someone says, like, oh, by the way, like, I'll be doing an adjustment, and we'll be like, oh, no, like, I have this and such um, injury. And I said, you guys, like, um, I have not yet, my practice, my personal yoga practice is not advanced enough yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not an advanced enough Jedi to read your mind. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, one day, one day, hopefully I will. I didn't know how my I crystal ball would be today. <laughs> right? Exactly. So that's interesting because I'm coming from the the client um, side, and so you're saying that it's our responsibility to let the instructor know that if we have injuries, right? Because I am not that high enough. And well, I'm, and I'm thinking that they should ask in the beginning. So I well, I, I do a little bit of both. I, I try if I can be there early enough to to talk to people, mm -hmm. and I, I try if I. If I can, if you I'm, get there early, if, if you get there early <laughs> enough, or they get there early enough, and yeah. sometimes, unfortunately, people are coming in late. Yeah. Um, or you have back-to-back -back classes. Yeah. And you can't do yeah. That. But I try to encourage. At least I try to make myself. I think for coming from the instructor standpoint, I try to make myself approachable. So I try not right. to be intimidating. Yeah. And I will say, does anybody have any injuries? I'll come talk to you. Oh, you know, so they don't what, have to be like. That's I what have I this going expect. On. Did right um, that when I did raise my hand and say I had an injury, I expected the instructor to then at some point come to me and like mm. alter certain things in the routine. But it was like they asked, and then it, it didn't even matter after that point. I was like, well, why did you ask? Right. But I get it. I, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. I should also. I, I mean, like, I'm not. I'm. I'm not there to coddle people. I'm. Mm. There, I'm there to teach them. Right. I'm there to help them learn about self awareness. I'm there to help them learn about their bodies. Mm -hmm. And being uh, being attentive to them, and also reaching out and communicating their needs, and yeah. being empowering mm -hmm. that type of way. But I will say that you know, like what you said about like isolating. Like I know that even for myself, I had like a really bad um, ankle injury, and like I actually had, couldn't box for a year, and like I was mm. like in a brace and everything. And I would try and push through it. So I feel like there are people who yeah. won't say anything because ego. The, the ego, ego. and the, you know, and then after that, then it, like something happens. Like I would have, there were certain workouts I just couldn't do. Like I couldn't yeah. do um, jump squats or I couldn't run up and down the stairs mm. or whatever. And so I would just tell them when that jump came squats? up. That I love scary. jump oh. squats. Oh, <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> yeah. it makes me feel like a kid again, just jumping. Like yeah. there's or like burpees. Like you literally or, or jump burpees. squats. No, bur oh, no. Like, well, actually, I like burpees. I like burpees. I don't mind. I don't yeah. mind burpees. I don't like burpees. Do a push up, but I like regular burpees. Yeah, like burpees with cheddar burpees with Oh, that sounds brutal. Oh my god, that sounds that's brutal. But I feel like so you know, if you have an injury, you as a as a client should always be mindful. Gotcha. But I also think that 
that's part of the thing with like um, you know being certified as a trainer like because if you do your NASA and if you're you know actually going through the ropes or constantly learning and stuff you know how to handle injuries mm. and like even our boxing like gym, work through them yes gotcha. and so like on our boxing gym if you're doing a personal session we ask a couple of questions we say would you have a preference of a male or female trainer mm. do you have experience do you have any pre-existing conditions or injuries because certain trainers know how to handle certain injuries more than others and I feel like it should kind of, I mean, it's hard to say it should be a standard thing because, yeah. I mean, there's a million kinds of injuries you can have, but yeah. everyone's going to be a, you know, yeah. an expert. But it's, I'd say it's as much on the client as it is on the trainer. Mm -hmm. And no, it's not necessarily coddling them, but because of like egos and things like but, that. But yoga teacher is not a, not a trainer. Well, uh, right. So, with e but e you're teaching a class, and what I mean is like you're, you're. It's not. I wouldn't say trainer then, but like you're instructing them on to do stuff. And if they have limitations because they have an ailment or something, and they're trying to push through it, mm -hmm. you know, if they feel open enough to be like, well, the reason I can't do this is because of this. But we're also encouraged to like in the in the practice. We're also encouraged. I also teach this. I say, um, do not force yourself into a posture mm -hmm. ever. Right. Breathe yourself mm -hmm. into it listen to your body right. it's not about accomplishing a posture it's not mm. about accomplishing a result it's about the experience the internal experience within and if you feel pain then by no means don't do it yeah. but sometimes students will say ow and it's not because they're feeling pain it's because they're feeling a different sensation mm. that they're used to right. that they're, they're not used to, to feeling gotcha. right right gotcha. and um, I think Though also yeah. today, though, because of Instagram and because of social media and everybody seeming like rock star yogis in poses, how is that with people coming into your classes now? Well, is first it of all, I make clear, like in my classes, that um, yoga is not about the postures. Right. We use the postures as a tool to still the internal chatter of the mm -hmm. mind, right. to cultivate detachment, to cultivate observation, to yeah. cultivate um, gratitude, and how to breathe properly, how to better um, give vitality to your to your being yeah. mm -hmm. and that um that it's not about like I'll like I'll, I'll sit in front of my classes I'm like so why are y'all coming to yoga today right. do y'all want to put like pretty pictures of yourself on Instagram right. get a bunch of likes <laughs> yeah that's why that's why we practice yoga yeah yeah that's the point of it right <laughs> <laughs> wrong <laughs> literature that that yoga this that yoga practice comes from only uh, I think nine times in the entire body of Vedic literature asanas postures it only mentions them nine times nine <laughs> times on the entire body of Vedic literature Interesting. and asana the word we use it for postures it means to sit the purpose of these postures is not so I can look pretty with my leg over my head no <laughs> It's so you can still the internal chatter of the mind, so you're so you act like less of an asshole. Yeah. Oh my God. Amy's so, woke. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, so you guys brought up two things that I want to touch on: um, ego and social media. And so because of the rise of health and wellness, the trend of it all, especially like on Instagram and stuff like that, people are becoming trainers and learning shit on YouTube and all that kind of yeah, apparently. Shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I wanna I want you guys to speak more to ego and social media and how that creates a toxic space for people seeking health and wellness and also teaching it. So what do you have to say to that? 
Well, I think one great example is a person yeah. thinking that they could go teach boxing, become a teacher yeah. from just learning. One thing is, like, from, I want to learn boxing, but, like, to actually then be, like, I'm going to charge people it, to learn right? from exactly, me. Like, exactly, from YouTube video. Yeah. Um, again, to just, like, anything, I think, in comparison, people and, I mean, they're, they're saying um, so many people are now more depressed mm -hmm. and things like that. Again, um... People are now might be forcing themselves into poses and doing things, when, especially when it comes to yoga, because now you're seeing all the acrobatic yeah. and which is like the opposite of yoga. Right? <laughs> it's not about the competition it's, and getting to the right. It's about the dissolution of right, the ego, the right, detachment of right, the ego, not right. feeding it, <laughs> not feeding it, and saying, um, you know, I mean, I, I I do have a lot of yoga pictures of mm -hmm. myself and dance pictures. I have none. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have pictures of Lego stormtroopers. I mean, I, just, I yeah. do. I have a lot of that stuff Second posted, but um, <laughs> I do try to write about it. I get really upset when I when I am intrigued by a, a yogi mm -hmm. or a yogini, and it's just their picture. And, and they're like, "Look how flexible I am." I'm <laughs> like, "Just don't do it in the name of yoga." Right. You know that that stems from a deep need of validation, right. and um, because they were, I think I had this theory that you were that person was never like allowed to be an exhibitionist right. whereas like I grew up being a dancer I grew right. up being a figure skater like and I was a you know college cheerleader and so like I got my exhibitionism like right. out of my body I don't right. feel the need to like oh put my leg right there like <laughs> I'm in a bikini like but I feel that like if people are not going to a physical class I mean you have to work yeah. especially when it comes to yo you have to I'm uh, boxing too dance mm -hmm. you have to I mean it's one thing you can be practicing at home watching a YouTube video but you need to go to a physical class Class yeah. yeah, and take it and, and be instructed into it. And I feel yeah. like too many people, it's it's scary. Might be trying to get their toes to touch their head, and just no because, just yeah. because it's based on you know the appearance of it, right. and what what it actually is. And the same with boxing, the same with dance, yeah. is that um, we we use our physical um, like vehicle, our physical body to transform internally, right. to build confidence, to build a sense of. Um, uh, of self-love and empowerment, yeah. you know, yeah. and to, it's not about what this other person thinks about my external appearance, right. but how do I, how do I come to appreciate the body that I am so gifted to inhabit? Right. Um, one thing you touched on is like this authenticity of like, don't do it in the name of yoga then. Mm. And so one thing that's happening is that it is a trend to be fit, but boxing is something that's been growing in like the fitness world and like that looks cool. And there's so many videos on, on like Instagram and Facebook and all these things like that's just like, you know, punching fast or punching cool. And I'm like, this is not even the correct mm. form or anything like that. And like, prolonged like use of this or doing this the way you could seriously get hurt people aren't using hand wraps or they have like cheap versions of hand wraps which is basically like a little glove that like covers your knuckles and like straps around your wrist one time and it's like mm -hmm. it depending on what you're doing and what you're actually like there's one thing of like if you're gonna do like a boxing aspect in your workout if you're gonna like do shadow boxing or if you're gonna um you know maybe hit a bag or something or whatever that's that's fine, but don't market it as boxing class and don't market it as you're doing, you're actually boxing because you're not a boxer and I wouldn't even consider myself a boxer and I've been doing it for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. I haven't had you're a more fight. more of a boxer than me. I mean, <laughs> but that's, you know, and that's like a thing, but I'm like, like yeah. 
And like one thing I was have that was happening to me in like other gyms before I found Church Street was that they weren't giving me any instruction on how to to actually hold my hands or how to actually mm. hold my put my feet and stuff like that. And because they don't know themselves, and so it's like this is not a boxing class. This is a fitness aerobics class. We spent ninety percent of it, you know, working out and like conditioning. And that's okay. Right. Yeah, but just yeah. that's sure okay. That but just make sure people are seeing as, yeah. as an actual. Yeah, thing. because they're just yeah. trying to jump on the bandwagon and yes. they're trying to like hijack yeah. this one thing that actually is existing and it makes the rest of us look bad because mm. then we have people who come in on like class pass and other portals who like oh I, i'm like have you ever watched class before? pass people are always late to class yes they're always late <laughs> they're class always pass late people. get your shit together <laughs> they're always late class pass always late people show up to your classes on time i love how nicely she's I mean, like, like you're yelling coming, at you people but please don't show up five minutes Oh so what's interesting too is the sense of ego that exists in health and wellness mm-hmm. with people that are, are usually not even as knowledgeable as they think that they are so it's like oh i took two class pass boxing <laughs> classes and they come to you and you're like do you have experience oh yeah I yeah box and you're like do you though? We actually, yeah. She's because that's so crazy to me. So we uh, we offer intermediate and advanced classes, and we had to take them off of class pass because we were having people who are saying, "I'm an intermediate boxer, and it's a sparring day or something, and they have no idea what they're doing." And here's the results: one, they'll either give us a bad review. This was a horrible class. I because they're used to things like rumble or anything like that, where their boxing is like this much percent of it, where we are literally boxing the entire time. Mm. That's Two, a really great idea, actually, because it it it, it, it sorts out mm-hmm. those who are serious practitioners yeah, yeah. and those who yeah. um, are dilettantes. And even in our gym, like not everyone is a fighter. For by no means, we have mm. a lot of white class boxers. And but what if you're like a fun spirit? I mean, yeah, it could be a fun <laughs> so, spirit, but it's just about experience in right, an actual right. boxing gotcha. environment. So, but also the the people that have been being trained in, and somebody's just walking in into this new environment, saying, "Oh, I'm great." The person sp- that can get hurt too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. and I've yeah. seen and that happen. The gym is now liable. Yes. For yes. that, and then that's when it becomes it's like perpetuating that toxic environment. Mm-hmm. I think, in that sense. Do you have to spar though? No. Okay. So, the, but the the thing is, the intermediate classes they do spar on certain days. The advanced mm-hmm. classes always spar, and so we're very clear about that. Our mm-hmm. members know which days they know to bring their headgear, they know to bring their mouth guard. You can be a beginner and mm-hmm. like learn. That's fine, but you have to have been. If you're doing an intermediate yeah. class, you have to have already been taking classes and ready to to like learn. If you don't want to spar, then don't go to those classes. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's where you would learn the most. Would be. I mean, it depends on what you're looking to learn because not everyone okay. does it to learn how to defend themselves and not everyone learns how to learn the actual, like, boxing in the ring atmosphere. Mm. Some people do it for the fitness. Like, they just mm. want to lose weight or they just want to... It's, it's fun. fun. Right? It's yeah. fun, yeah. And it is great. Like, I love it. Yeah. But we're going to teach you the right way to do it. Yeah. You're going to have fun. The, the, with the, the right art way. of it. Right. Right. Yes. yes. The, the essence. That's important. Yes! That's important. The essence! That's important. <laughs> um, so, um, I just want to get some lasting thoughts and... Um, from each of you uh, as far as how the health and wellness space can be toxic and then what the three of you are doing oh, to like make it. sure that it's not that way and that you're authentic and that you want to be well so that you can then bring that to your clients and students and like how you're doing that and then um, how well well fits in that context. I'll start with you, Amy, because you wrote an article actually for Wellville called Yoga is Not a Vanity Project. So oh. can you talk some more about that? 
Um, yeah, sure. Um, one of the things that um, that I try I try to create like um, as a as a teacher, I'm like a cross between like a cheerleader and Bella Caroli and Yoda. Mm. That's the kind of yoga teacher. I don't know if like that you can like picture that. Sometimes I'm just like yeah, yeah, and then I'll be like Yoda, and then um, you know. But I always want to make sure, and I always push my not, not push, but encourage self learning, encourage mm-hmm. getting over doubt, mm-hmm. and and so and I'm also very um, I will not coddle you, yeah, because and I will foster like an uncomfortable situation because it's in that discomfort that where the transformation takes place mm-hmm. um, um but with that said i don't mean to interrupt you amy but i just want to say bye to um oh bye Nikki. we love you bye. she actually is on her so, way to okay. work it's so great to meet our fellow yogi yes bye. so we'll make sure that we have nikki on <laughs> yeah, again to talk more about and i would love to be back yes. i don't know where to look right now yes <laughs> i have to go instruct yes. a class yes. thank you so much authentically yes yeah We'll have Nikki back to yes. talk more. Um, but Bye. thank you, Nikki. Have a great day. And go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, like, I will teach you challenging poses. Yeah. And, and I'll, like, I'll, I'll ask students. I'll say to them, like, how does that feel? And, and they'll say, well, that's hard. Mm. And I say to them, yes, it's supposed to be. Because human existence is hard. But it's learning to navigate through it with an anchor and through and being able to breathe through it. And always, always at the beginning and end, of, not always, but like most of the time, like per class, I say, you guys have already done the hardest mm-hmm. pose. You have shown up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have shown up in the yeah. spirit of willingness to learn yeah. and to take care of yourself like and that. to go within. And that seriously is the hardest part yeah. because I have to drag my ass to class too. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. Glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, Amanda, do you have anything else, some final thoughts to add? Yeah, I think the most important thing um, for anyone that works in the, the health and wellness and the fitness community, even like I just work at the desk, but I think one thing is like the intimidation of like showing up, especially with boxing. If you've never done it before, it's something that's not easy to be like, okay, I'm going to go. And like people walk in, our gym is very like old school and it, it can be an intimidating environment. Mm-hmm. And so, I like to offer a positive, happy face when they walk in. Like, don't worry, you're going to be fine. It's your first time, that's okay. I had my first time too, and I remember what that was like. And, you know, we're here for you. And so, um, and it also helps that you have experience in whatever it is that you're doing. So, like, I may work at the desk, but I've been boxing and taking these classes for years. And that's so to to then I can, like, talk to you and you know what you're talking about. And I'm like, okay, thanks, girl. Exactly. Because you can't always talk to the trainer. Like, you know. Right. Yeah. No, sorry. If you had a thought, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, um, I'll be teaching um, a pose or a sequence. And I'll tell my class, I'm like, and and I see some sometimes like they'll fall out of it, and then I'll, I'll see the you know the look of like judgment and doubt mm. like on their face. I'll say to them, you guys, I fell on my face in this pose this morning. Mm. <laughs> That's good. That, that that's helpful. Human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because that relatability. We're all yeah. to air as humans. Like, no one's perfect, right. and I no. think that's what what Wellville is trying to kind. The movement that we're trying to instill into the spaces is that like all vibes like yes. no one's perfect you know you're gonna try something once for the first time and you're not gonna you know just being more accessible to like everyone that's seeking health and wellness and, and embracing that imperfection yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because um we're not meant to be like these stagnant perfect 
Yeah. Hola. And hola. Hey. Um, and I think it also is on the people coming into the classes yeah. too. Like you have to have an openness, and you have to be willing to uh, to learn and to kind of be vulnerable. Because if you come in there with an ego, or if you come in there with like I'm going to be the best boxer ever, or whatever, or I'm, I've been watching yoga videos and I know what I'm doing, that sets a, like a bad vibe for everybody in the yeah. class for the teacher and that's just not comfortable and yeah. so that's that's the toxic yeah. you know vibe and so that's why I think like every aspect of the gym every aspect of the studio or wherever it is it is everyone needs to be on the supportive page Absolutely. and like help Great. each other and like I know that even in our gym we we now have a huge women's program that was not there when I first started it was like one or two classes a week and now we have a class just for women sparring nice. and when I first started there I was so nervous because there was like three or four women and I'd be like hey like I'm new can yeah. someone show me what classes to take and you need to be comfortable enough in your gym in your mm. studio that you can ask someone for that yeah. so making sure that clients and people that come into the space these spaces feel like you are approachable and yeah. you're going to make it like things work for them and then they keep coming back also like that's also, the important thing using you know it can be as simple as using someone's name mm-hmm. mm. like remembering clients names yeah yeah, yeah. And we do that a lot too in our gym. Like yeah. we'll call out certain people if we know. Like if I ever take a class, the trainers all know me. They're like, Amanda, you can go lower than that, or Amanda, you know, nice. or like if they know like nice. regulars and stuff. So nice. yeah, just make it a community. Yeah, yeah. We're in um, this together. I mean, are. we are in this together. We are in this together. Yeah. Um, mm. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amanda. Oh, and uh, I really enjoyed talking with you and Nikki, of course, um, about this. And I think that there's so much more that we can unpack as far as this topic. So I would love to invite you on again at some point um, to talk more about this because I think a lot of people can like learn, like instructors can learn from these conversations, and also people going into these spaces can learn. Like I've learned, you know, better ways to um, navigate gyms and all that kind of stuff so thank you so much thank you listeners thank you people that tuned in on live i really appreciate it and we will be back on thursday with another episode you can um if you want to guest on our podcast if you want us to talk about something just hit us up in the comments slide in our dms um if you have questions for any of our guests that are ever on the show again slide in our dms get in the comments and we'll make sure we get information to you um yeah so thank you guys bye Namaste, y'all. Holly, can you do the Facebook Live on the tripod, please? <laughs> We're still We're here. We're leaving. Yeah. That was my personal one. That's why I didn't give a fuck. That's why I actually, she said, can you? Oh, thank you. That was, was, you know what? That is so many similarities. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Oh, oh, like, yeah. yeah. That is like, oh, shit. Water? Yes, water. Well, I think it's all, at the end of the day, it's all the 